What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Stoop Life Podcast. If you guys are watching on video, we got we got a new countdown theme for you. Paulie, how do you think about that countdown theme I got going on there? I like it. Yeah, I like uh, it. It gives it gives you the excitement. Well, the problem is we have a countdown going on that's already on here, and it plays like that little like theme music, and it kept flagging, yeah, it kept flagging my too. videos. It kept flagging them for, like, some audio, and it kept giving me warnings and shit. You know, Facebook likes to send you that thing. So I was like, all right, I got to make something different. Uh, so I wanted to try it this time, that, that little countdown video, without any sound on it to see if we get flagged for something. If we don't, then next time I do it, I'm going to add a little bit of beep into it, something. I don't know, maybe some sports sounds. T-Swift like beat. Nah, bro. Like, come on. <laughs> We're not Access Hollywood, like Al Michael said. We ain't Access Hollywood. Yeah. But anyway, guys, welcome to another episode. Now, if you guys have been following us for a while, you read the headline of what the episode is, you know today's episode is going to be straight up fucking fire, just like what we're talking about. It's my favorite type of episodes we talk about. We haven't had one of these to talk about in a while. And what I mean is UFC 294. We do a lot of different stuff on this podcast, Paul, and I noticed that all the other podcasts I listen to strictly are one sport, but we are all sports. And our two favorite thing isn't even what we talk about the most, football or, or baseball or basketball. It's, it's fighting. So we got, we got a firework card coming up this weekend, and we're going to give you guys a full breakdown of the main fights on the card, which are Alexander Volkanovsky versus Islam Makhachev and Kamar Usman. Versus Hamza Chemaev. We're going to give you full breakdowns, full predictions, because those fights mm -hmm. are absolutely incredible. Like, I, how excited are you for those fights, man? Because I'm not at shit. all. I, I, well, exciting, yes. Um, I think this is the greatest thing that ever probably happened to this card. I mean, how, not often do you get a card that gets um, messed up by a few injuries, it gets better. It's not often. Ain't that true? This is a banger, man. This is this is why the UFC is constantly, constantly winning. Like boxing, Bob Aaron wouldn't have done this. He wanted if one of his fighters dropped out, well, one of his fighters that contenders dropped out, he'd have bring in a bum just yeah. to fill the spot or drop it. Well, that's the pro the problem. Dana White because... though, Dana White's opening up that Brinks truck here. You know you what the thing is though, go. like. It's not just the promoter. It's not just like Dana White. It's these guys for stepping up on short notice. They want to fight. They want to fight. Like these two guys that are stepping up, Volkanovski and Usman. They're fighting up to fight the dogs of the of the the weight class above them. They're fighting the boogeymen of the weight class above them. Like eleven days notice, these guys are stepping in. Both of them, pretty pretty phenomenal. When you got a lot of a lot of balls it's, in there to do that for both guys. Again, it's why the UFC is winning. And it's yeah. hard for me to, you know, say this in a minute. It's why the UFC is winning. So. And you know what the other week. crazy part is? What people aren't talking about? Not only are they stepping up the fight, they're going to their territory on top of that. I know. It's great. Like, it's at Fight Island. This isn't in Vegas where, you know, it's a kind of a neutral site. This is in Abu Dhabi at yeah. Fight Island. Like, at, like you got Shamaya fighting out of Saudi Arabia now. And then you got Islam yeah. is going to have probably some crowd there from Russia, Dagestan. Uh, it, it ain't easy. And and I give I who do you give more props to before we get into it, Volk or Usman for stepping up? Honestly, bro, 
I gotta give it. I gotta give it to Usman because he he was training for something else. This isn't personal. This isn't like anything personal to him. Like mm-hmm. Volk stepped up because this is personal. Yeah, I agree like he with you. he wants this win back. He wants to he wants to get his out back. Usman is taking on a killer. I agree with you. He has nothing to I do with this you. guy, and he's stepping up at one eighty five. This shows his greatness. I'll. I mean, I I can't be more excited for it. I mean. I agree That's with you. That's why they always win it. Facts, bro. I agree with you. I actually think Usman as well, simply because uh, Volkanovski already fight Islam. I'm not, I'm not even saying anything bad about Volk. You know, Volk's my favorite guy besides John Jones right now, but he already fought him. So, like, there's a little bit. He already knows him. Um, and he was training for a guy that fights opposite of what he does. But, yeah. you know, in uh, he was training for that fight in December. But at least he was, like, in camp. Um, but then you got Usman, like you said, he's moving up to a weight that he never fought in against a guy that nobody in the world wants to fight. And no, nobody wants any smoke with guys. Yeah, man. and on top and of that, he was training for Bilal, and now yeah. he's fighting Shemaev, which are completely drastically different two opponents. Different fighters. So, completely two different fighters. Like you got you got Bilal, who's a very technically sound, slower fighter, kind of likes to fight at a certain pace. And you got Kamzid that's like I'm hyped smoke. Like you already know I was already extremely hyped for this fight when it was Oliveira fighting him again. And we yeah. want to see we want to see Paula Costa get beat up, but yeah. to see to see Usman oh, step up here, I, I, I you know I love Tamayev. I think Tamayev is unbelievable. I think he's a beast. But I'm not gonna lie to you here. I'm I'm pulling for Usman. I want to see Usman get it done because we sat here uh two years ago, maybe. Um, before Usman lost, when he was on the, you know, that 11, 10, 11 fight win streak, um, and, and people were comparing him to GSP. And I was like, nah, bro, like, don't disrespect GSP. No disrespect to Usman. I was kind of giving Usman a little disrespect, and now he lost twice, and now he's getting disrespected. So I want to see him remind everybody of who the fuck he is. And we're going to talk about that a little bit coming up. Um, but first, guys, I want to remind you that if you are listening on audio, we are on all podcasting platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever it is. If you are listening to us on there, tag us on your Facebook or Instagram page at our Instagram at Stoop Life Sports. And if you guys are watching on video on Facebook, like it, share it. Give us your thoughts on what you think. Follow us on YouTube at Stoop Knockout or follow us, like I said, on Instagram because we're everywhere. We got a lot of stuff coming up. We talk about a lot of different sports. We give you a lot of picks, a lot of breakdowns. So uh, follow us on all of it because we got a lot going on. But we got to get into this episode, man. So I got some graphics tonight here. So first we're going to start off. We got this fight card, bro. Like this fight card right here is we're already hyping up the the co-main event and the main event. But look at the other fights we got on here. First off, I want to point out, I'm going to, I have a picture of it later, but look at all the beards with no mustaches we got on. That means there's a lot of <laughs> Russians. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, like, one, one, two, three, no four, five, six. Where else? Seven. We got we got seven of them. Like unbelievable, unbelievable. But this fight card's great. We got Ankalev taking on Walker at two oh five. We got Alskarov versus Alves at 185. We got Nurmagomedov, the cousin of Khabib, taking on Gafarov. Like, yeah, they all ended OV. And then the, 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 the prelims, guys, we got Tim Elliott out here fighting Mokayev, who's 10-0. and 0. 
We got Yana versus, versus my guy, Trevor Peak. Then we got Basharad, another undefeated fighter against Henry. Like, besides the main event, which fight are you actually looking forward to the most out of all these? I like to see Johnny Walker fight all the time. I don't know why. How about all he, the way at the either, bottom? This guy. You either love him or hate him. Um, but I'm going to go off Lim Alves versus... Uh, I can't never pronounce his name, <laughs> who he's fighting, but Al-Skarab. I think that's going to be a banger. That's going to be a banger too. I mean, if you want to see, if you want to see Khabib's cousin as well, I think this is a, a better card than a lot of people are thinking. I think this fight card is absolutely unbelievable. Like, look at the guy all the way on the, the bottom. I so, think this is the best card this year. Yeah, we got Magomedov fighting Silva at 185. Uh, people yeah. are calling him the Russian Bisping because he literally only has one yeah. eye. Like his one eye don't work, but like. Dude's on, I think he's 14 and 0, I believe. I have a I have a photo up here. Let me see. Where are we? I don't know if it's the next one or the one after. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, so we got look at all the undefeated fighters we have on here. We got Tamayev 12 and 0, Mokayev 10 and 0, Bashrat 14 and 0, Jubilee 7 and 0, Dudakova 7 and 0, and Magomedov 11 and 0. So take a look at Magomedov on the bottom right corner here, and uh, you can see why they call him the Russian Bisping. <laughs> He's an ugly motherfucker, man. But he's scary. It's in his blood, brother. Look at that guy. Ooh, ooh, he's ugly. But we got we got a lot of undefeated fighters on this fight card. Uh, I did have the numbers for the like the actual records of the people in this fight, but I forget I didn't have it. But it's unreal, like it's an unreal number, man. So we gotta get into our first fight. Oh, here's beer one. Here it is. Smes season. So we got all, we got all the Russians. Well, look at this. Like, there's no where, yo. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven Russians. No, no, no uh, mustache. All no beard. mustache. They no all, mustaches. All beard. They oh all my. Have, and the crazy thing is, every single one of them's last name ends in V. That's pretty wild. Like that's how you know they're Russians. Look at them. <laughs> like oh my gosh. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy there. But we're gonna talk about some of them coming up. Here we go though. Our fight that we're starting with, we got our little rating system going on here. We got Alexander Volganovsky stepping up on 11 days notice to fight the champ, Islam Makachev. As we know, these guys already fought. Islam's last fight was against Volk, and he beat him by unanimous decision, which a lot of us thought were, you know, uh, questionable. Some, some people had Volk winning, some people had... Had Islam winning. Hook almost edged them out, honestly. He did. He did. But, I mean, in my opinion, I thought Islam did win the fight. But I think that was simply because of a, a couple a couple different reasons. Number one, I think uh, the control time. He had more control time than him by like five yeah, minutes, which was huge. And in that fight, it was a lot because it was – a lot of the strikes that Volk landed were when he was on the ground. So I think it didn't really count him as much as you should on the stat card. Um, and then number two, I think, which is going to be a big factor in this fight, is Volkanovski was timid until like the fourth or fifth round. Um, I don't think See that's going to happen this fight. I think he's going to come out and he's not going to play the long term. He's going to he's going to push that shit. You know, he's going to see... Because he knows in the fifth round. Remember the fifth round of that fight with... A minute and four seconds left, he knocked him down. And everybody was like, oh, my God, like he's going to knock him out. So I'm thinking he's going to start that pace early. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, 
Do you know, though, Islam is the only fighter ever to stop two 12-plus win streaks in UFC history, and he did back-to-back. It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. That's pretty dope. It is pretty wild there. Um, which was the first one was Charles, and then the second... The second one was uh, Volk. So we got, we got our system here. Let's talk about this real quick. We got striking. Um, it's 94 to 93, Volk. Uh, I, I don't know if I actually agree with that. I think, I think Volk should be like a 97. And I think Islam I should be like a 90. I mean, he is pretty good on his feet. He doesn't prefer to yeah. stand up on his feet. But uh, man, Volk's like the way he eludes punches, uh, doesn't take hard hits at least, is phenomenal here. What do you think is the is the number one advantage besides besides the the submissions for Islam in this fight? Strength all the way. It's I think I think I mean power as well. I mean even though strength isn't on there, I think I think Islam's a much stronger fighter than um than Volk, and that's not even that's that's not disrespectful. It's just he's he's bred different. Um, it's all them can them little candies he takes. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> I mean, other than that, I mean, I I think Islam is just more. It's, it's like he smothers you. He can yeah. beat you up. Like Volk, Volk can take it though. Don't get me wrong. Volk can take it. He, he showed the last fight. Like the, your strength and your power isn't scaring me. But that's the only. That's the only thing I give him. I'm edging out when it comes to all, all around skill. When we look at a fighter, I gotta give it to Islam. Of course, the wrestling. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you there. I think uh, I think Islam, like from all accounts of everybody that I know that trains with him and that has fought, and they're like, "Yo, this dude is just abnormally freakishly it's, strong." It's weird, I, but that's most of them. <laughs> that's most of them guys. In the, it's because they the they are away from Usada and they're all on some crazy juice. I'm telling you, it is <laughs> all right. Probably. I mean. Possibly, possibly. Volk will be on some shit too. I mean, look at look yeah. at the Olympic wrestling. They all got banned because they're all taking the illegal steroids, and once they got yeah. tested, they all failed. So I mean, I don't know. Volk, no, they actually tested in Australia. So I mean, I don't know. But the crazy thing Volk's is, people forget Volk's actually a world class athlete. He's a he's a, <laughs> a former professional rugby player, and he weighed two hundred and ten yeah, like, pounds. So like, he's no so he's, he's no slouch. To he's strong too. No, no, he works for this man. He works. <laughs> Volk. Volk's like a he, he just look at him. He bald. Come on, man. The guy <laughs> Volk's a, a dangerous motherfucking man. Listen, it's bald Volk, baby. He's a scary man. He ain't he ain't coming yeah, for he no is. decision here. Like he's either gonna get he's either gonna get submitted or he's gonna win by knockout. Like it's this fight everybody thinks is gonna go to the to decision. I honestly think there's Volk no can't way. let it go to decision now. Exactly. Volk can't let it go to decision in a home country. So he in his mind like he, has, he has to know I have to last, stop this guy. It happened yeah. in the last fight. He can't go to a decision. Yeah, it happened in the last fight. I'm not saying he should have won the fight, but it went to the decision. And yeah, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, but let's take a look at the walk in here because uh, I like this walk in. It's one of the best, the best uh, uh, weigh ins I've seen in a while, and you'll see why why I'm talking about here. So I got it on screen here. Just wait for. It. Let me see if I got the right one. Look how much shorter he is then, though. He, dude, fresh ass cut. He must have got his cut done by Philly he's, Bates. Fresh. Oh, he's got to be 5'4". He's a little midget. Here we go. Hello. How's Bula? Look at him. You see him? 
Did you see Hasbro looking in the belt? That's yeah. the mascot right there, bro. Yeah. That is the UFC's mascot, bro. You better pay him a lot of money and say like that, too. There he is, Hasbulla. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, at <laughs> look at him right there, Bob bro. Bob back down like, hold on. <laughs> Yo. He looks back at him like... Yo, when I saw that today, I was cracking up. Like I was like, "All right, man, this work today ain't that bad." I got Hasbulla out here. Look at him. Like Volk actually looks like a giant next to him. Like that's saying a lot. I know, right? Look at him. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're a UFC guy and you're listening to this, everybody in the world knows who my man right here is. Hasbulla. You know who Hasbulla uh, is. The, the great. I, the I literally call him the. He is. He is the mascot of the UFC, bro. He he is, but the crazy part now, is well, like, now I think UFC gotta put him in there. Who who's uh who's he rooted for though? That's a problem because he he's always hanging. He hangs out with Volk a lot, what? but then he's like Team Khabib. I think he's gonna rock with. I think he's gonna rock with Islam on this one. Yeah, I think he I think he has to for the for the culture, <laughs> right? Like, he has to rock with Islam. It's, yeah, it's just you know. But bro, like, look at this shit. It's great. His arms cracking up, laughing, and and Volk's like looking at him, like, "What's up, little bitch?" <laughs> like, yeah. he's like, "You coming to get this belt?" An angle. It looks like he has Mickey Mouse ears on from a certain angle. It really does. Bro. I thought, honestly, I thought it was like a Make a Wish kid at first. When when you first sent me the picture of him, look at it. I was like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> dude i had to get that one on here because we all love hezbollah we would love to see hezbollah in the oh, ring but i mean he did knock out alexander volkanovsky before which is crazy a lot of people don't know he also knocked out Shaq, so he got some power hezbollah <laughs> yeah he does he's a big guy big hands big hands on a little man right. big power little man anyway anyway back back to it anyway um but i like that way man you got two guys there that have two belts. You got champ versus champ, which yeah. is, you know, again, they already fought before, but was phenomenal. So to break down the first fight, we're going to talk about the first fight here. Um, we got strikes landed in 13 fights for, um, do I have that one on here? Let me see. Hold on. I don't have that one on here. All right. Let me just wing it then. All right. So anyway, um, as we know, like, the Russians don't get hit. So, through the first 13 punches, Islam has got a total of 112 strikes landed on him that weren't by it, Volkanovsky. Volkanovsky landed 70 strikes on him in the first fight. So, of all the strikes that were landed on, on Islam, 40% of them were done by Volkanovsky. Uh, wow. Now, I... I know, like, in boxing, like, sometimes when you know a guy, like, pieces you up and you're fighting again, you fight a different type of way. Yeah. So, like, do you predict I don't think him? he's going to be more hesitant, though. I, the thing but is, like, I, I think I mean, he landed 70 strikes, and I think he was he was hesitant. Volk. Yeah. So, it's like, man, it's like you see that number of looking at it by a Volkanovsky side. I'm like, all right, well, I landed 40% of strikes that he's absorbed in 13 fights, and I didn't even fight aggressively as I should. Nah, I think that's a good sign for Volkanovski going forward. I, I, I do think he should fight the same way he fought, just a little, little extra aggressive. Not, not nothing that, not nothing crazy. Just if I could throw, if I could throw three extra punches at him, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I agree. That, that's how he has to, like he still has to be smart. That is, that is Islam, bro. Yeah, um, you know the one, the one thing about like that fight too, Islam is a guy that. His takedown, his takedown 
rate is very high. But against Volk, he was 4 for 9. Whereas Volk was 0 for 4, but he wasn't really obviously trying to take him down. It was kind of, if you remember in the first three rounds of that fight, he was kind of doing the takedown to open up the punch. I think I think we might see more of that type of shit in this fight from Volk because yeah. I remember correctly that when he did do those takedowns, he landed a couple big shots on Islam, who has been knocked out in his career. So if you're the Volkanovski camp, do you try to do some, you know, those fake takedowns again in it? Or do you just yeah. straight up yeah. stand up? Set traps. In boxing, we call it we call that setting traps. Um, I think Volk can do that. Volk's an underrated, he's a very underrated counterpuncher too. So I, I can see Volk putting him down. Absolutely. Like, he's done it before. And like you said, he's been knocked, Islam has been knocked out once in his career. So I think, I think Volk can pick, if, if he's smart like that and, you know, sets those traps. Don't, he can put him down again. Yeah, you he know, I, down again. I agree with you. He has like he has a lot of power, and you know, some, sometimes like them Russian sins are skeptical. I mean, sometimes, but it's hard to hit him. That's the thing. Like it's hard to hit him. So yeah, I think you have to throw a lot of these traps in this fight. He smothers you. You know, it's it. It's hard to hit somebody from your back. So yeah, if but you're speaking of that, so it's like. You're looking at all these numbers for this fight, right? Because I got a lot of numbers. You know, I'm a number guy. But, like, for the, for this fight, it's, like, throw the numbers away because, like, they're really kind of, like, irrelevant. Because, like, for example, uh, Volkanovski is number four with only 1.09% on bottom all time in his career. But against Islam, the first fight, he was on his back for seven minutes and 37 seconds. So it's, like, a number like that, you look at it and you're, like, okay, I'm really good on the back because I don't go on the back because he's he's able to yeah, swallow a lot. On the back. Now, if you look at that number from Islam, you're like, yo, we win this fight by keeping this man down and not getting yeah. hit. So do you predict more than nine takedowns attempted in this fight by Islam? Or do you think he's going to be no, right around that? No, I, I don't think he's going to do more than nine. Because if they get stuffed, if they get stuffed, I mean, he can get caught with something as well. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't think even gonna I think Islam's gonna be a little bit has, not has I won't say hesitant. I think he's gonna be a little bit more careful the first time too because he, he knows I got put down. This motherfucker put me in my ass once. I'm not getting caught again. I gotta be smart too. That's true. And like that's that's one thing I was thinking about in this fight because I was looking at like the takedown attempts, the numbers like that, and then the strikes. So yeah. Volk Volk, as we know, he lands at six point two five or six point three strikes landed per minute. Like, that's a lot. Like, he's, like, that's top five in the UFC right now. And Islam, on his feet, is only, like, 2.3. So there's a vast difference right there of styles of what these guys want to do. So, exactly. Like we talked about in the first fight, who's going to get their game plan to go better? Um, it's 11 days notice. So it's, like, neither guy's really prepping for anything. And I, would get, I honestly give the advantage to Volk, given the fact that, you know, he's training to, to fight a guy standing up rather than his takedown yeah. defense is already great. Where Islam yeah. was Islam was fight trying to train for like a Muay Thai kickboxer in Charles. Yeah. Like Charles and Volk are two completely completely different two styles of fighting. Right. So I'm curious to see how good Khabib is as a coach, how good that training camp is to get I mean, him to switch. He hasn't been bad, he hasn't been bad yet. He's a champion there. Yeah, they do, but so, I mean, this is the first time that they have something like this where it's like, all right, we gotta we gotta switch our our game plan like like that. 
You know what I mean? So it's like, we'll see. Because you know them Russians, they get they get their heads stuck on like a style that they're going to do. They're going to fight. Yeah, and then sometimes, sometimes they come out slow. So like if that happens in this fight and I and Volk comes out fast pace, we might see an early fight here. You know, uh, the one thing Islam is very good at though, it kind of reminds me of Charles, where when he gets hit, he just falls down. So it's like I, I could also see like Volk hitting him again, just like he did in the fifth round. But a fresh Islam in that position when Volk is hammering him, catching his arm and getting him in a choke. So it's like it's it's. That's how good this fight is, man. Like, you got these two guys that are both unbelievable guys. Like like I said before, Volk was coming in on the first fight on a 12-fight win streak. Well, coming in to this fight, we got Islam Makachev on a 12-fight win streak right now. Current, the number one longest active win streak in the UFC right now. So, it's like, yeah. no. I mean, what do we got here? Are we going to see a double champ or are we going to see this guy defend his belt? Because for those of you that forgot, this is... This is uh, Volkanovski's resume. He absolutely dominated your boy Yair, which was shocking. Like I thought yeah, that was going to be man, a good fight. It shocked me too, man. Killed him. <laughs> you know, Yair, yeah, I really thought Yair was going to go out there and give him a way better fighter fight. What he yeah. did, and like I'm not him. I'm looking at Volk's resume, right? And I'm like, damn, like it's not, a, it's a good ass fucking resume. Jose Aldo, man. Max Holloway, Max Holloway, Ortega, Korean Zombie, Max Holloway. I get you're fighting like two of the same guys there, but like, dude, yeah. that none of them are easy. Like, none of those fights no. are easy at all. Even like the Chad Mendez, Darren Elkins leading into the title he, fight were hard fights. He was in trouble in a couple of these fights too. I mean, against Max, he was in trouble a couple of times. Against Brian, uh, Brian Ortega, he was a uh, yep. he was um in trouble. So and the crazy thing is, it's like different types. You know, he was in different types of trouble. So he's like, he's proven that he can get out by being stunned. He's proven that he can yeah. get out by being in five, six different chokeholds by gargling. Yeah. But we got the Russian. We got the Russian in, uh, in freaking, uh, what's it called, Islam. And it's just like, it's crazy. So the odds for yeah. this fight. We got Islam Makachev's the favorite at minus 295. Alexander Volganovsky coming in at plus 220. By points is the favorite for this fight to end. We got Islam by points at plus 180. We got Islam by submission at plus 270. Then we got Volkanovski by knockout at plus 500. Volkanovski by points at plus 500 as well. And then Volkanovski, uh, sorry, Islam by knockout plus 500, which is crazy that they have that the same as the Volkanovski, but... I get, like, he's the favorite there, but by knockout? All right, it's a little weird. Uh, but then we got Volkanovski by submission, which put a dollar on it. That would be amazing, plus 2,300. So looking at this, what do you get by looking at this, you know, based on a prediction of the fight? Um, I'm reading over these, like, three, four times. I'm thinking, damn. Uh, Nothing takes me by surprise personally except the Islam Makachev Knockout being the same as a Volk yeah. knockout. Like, that's very weird to me. Um, I, th I think it's mainly because, obviously, Islam beat him the first fight. It's in his homeland. Yeah. He was already training for this exact date, um, which, you know, I understand. But when I, – I don't know the resume, but when was the last time Islam actually had a knockout? I know he has knockout power. Don't get me wrong. He does have, he does have knockout power. <laughs> but, like – 
Are you really expecting Islam to go for a knockout against Volk? Because no, he's I, gonna, I, he's, I don't see that happening. Him out. I think he's going to grind him out. If Islam wins, it's going to be by by decision. He's going to yeah. grind him out. That's what he does. I can see. I can see either. I can see that. Um, here, here's how I think the fight could play out on Islam's fight. This, this is the game plan. What I would have for Islam. You shown in the first fight. You're the bigger man. You're stronger. We already know Volkanovski is going to try and throw. He's going to try and you know do some slips, get a, get a counter punch on you. Avoid the counter punches. Close the distance. Try yeah, for takedowns. Push him back against the cage. Don't pressure. necessarily fight against the cage all the time, but pressure. Because Islam, pressure. they say he got cardio, right? Well, you're the champ. Yeah. You were training for this. Push him. Push him. And get, a, get, get Volkanovski to be the one that throws a, a BS counter that you, you take yeah. him down on. Because you know a lot of times when these guys are pressed against the cage and they throw mm-hmm. a, a over top right, you get them, boom. You get them, you're on their back. It's lights out, you can't get out. Because I'm willing to bet that if Volkanovski throws a couple of those wide, wild punches like he did against Ortega that allowed Ortega to get him in yeah. those chokeholds, Islam's not losing that. Like, he's not getting out from Islam. Like, nothing nothing to take away from Ortega, but there's fucking levels to this shit. Like, yeah, Ortega's here, level. like, Ortega's here, and then you got, you got boom, there's there's levels. We know, like, <laughs> he's not letting go of him. So, yeah. I predict that that from there. What is your game plan that you would have for Volkanovski's side? Patience. Patience is, is virtue. Um, pick your spot, set your traps. Um, do not, please do not get wild. You kind of got to be a little bit more calculated this fight than you were the first time. Um, just be very, very careful. Use your footwork. Get out of every every time you every time you feel your back going towards the cage. Get out. Yeah. Get out. Just get out. Don't make it easy for him to pressure you. Test his cardio. Yes. Test his cardio. See, see, see how much he can go. Like I'm not saying run, but test his cardio. Mm-hmm. See, see if he's gonna cut that cut the, the octagon off when you, when, you, when you make your your exits out of the out, getting out of those positions. I agree with you. Just don't put yourself in dumbass dumbass positions where Islam can can get his hands on you. Mm-hmm. Don't do any wild shots like you were doing against Ortega and, and Max. Be smart. You got to go in there. You got to be calculated. Set traps. Once you set those traps, you know. I know if I know I put you down once, I can do it again. Absolutely. I just got to be smart about it. And that's what, and that's the mindset that folks should have coming in this fight. I think you left that one thing about that breakdown. I agree with everything else, but you're you're saying run away, right? Don't run away, but move. Use yeah. the use the kicks, the low leg kicks, to do that. That's um, a jab. That's like his jab, bro. That yeah, them leg kicks are that's, nasty. That's one you're thing right. you didn't use a lot. You're right. You're 110 percent right, brother. Um, as we say in boxing, I mean, don't be scared. Of, I mean. Put a little water in the basement and the house floods. And that yeah. means go, go, don't be scared to go to the body with those kicks either. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're right. Use them kicks and he's very good at it. <laughs> we, we, we all know, UFC fans, we all know that when you start throwing leg kicks right from the get-go, a takedown yeah. fighter gets weary because they don't want to get caught by a knee. Uh, it, it, and it's that, the equivalent of a good body shot. And you know what the good thing is? Why I like to say that. I guarantee you Alexander Volkanovsky was training that for Taporia because Taporia yeah. is kind of the same pressure fighter as Volk. So Volk yeah. was kind of figuring out how do I beat myself? And hey, I beat myself by keeping me off of me, if 
by throwing leg kicks. So when you do yeah. that to a wrestler, it's the same thing as a striker. You keep the distance. Like you said, it's the same thing as a jab. Like jab, kick, jab, kick. Honestly, like I would take a playbook out of Gaethje's book on how he fought. Um, obviously, like Volk's a better, uh, you know, guy better than Gaethje, um, especially with avoiding getting caught with you know the, the the grappling and all like that. But I do think Volk, if he does everything you just said, he's going to frustrate the hell out of Islam because we saw that in rounds four and five in that fight. There you go. And I think if he starts out that, just go round four or five championship round right from the beginning because Volkanovski's not going to get tired. Like he's yeah, not going to get tired. It's when, Volk's always prepared. He's always prepared for these long fights. So yeah, um, yeah, just he's got to be smart, man. Gets you know. Use the octagon as your friend, if you know what I mean. Like, if you got to, you know, kind of – the second he feels he's close to that cage, if I'm his coach and I see him take three steps back, I'm yelling. Mm-hmm. I'm yelling, go. I'm yelling, out. Like, I'm yelling, get away. Even if, you, even if you're five feet away from the cage, I'm telling him to get away. It's – he got to he got to use use his mind in this one. You know, I always like dude, like I think Islam Makhachev is unbelievable. Like dude's Absolutely. Dude's a beast. Like he beats most of the fighters, if not all the fighters in that division. Yeah. Um a lot of the ones uh previously too, but this isn't really personal for him. Mm-mm. Like this I is personal for Volk. <laughs> this is personal for Volk. Uh because Volk Volk in all reality, like, he doesn't really have anything to lose by losing this fight. But, yeah. like, the type of fighter he is and the type of uh, legend that he wants to be when he's done, he has a whole lot to fucking lose in this. Because you don't yeah. want to go 0-2 moving up in weight. Even if it is against the same guy, you don't want to do that. Because look at Max. You know, Max lost the Volk three, four times, whatever it was. You know, that kind of knocks him down a little bit. He don't want that. So this is a big ego, a big... History fight for Volkanovski, and like it's not gonna hurt his his resume currently if he no. does lose. But if he if he does win, he immediately goes into everybody's top five ever, like immediately because yeah. he's already right there. And if he loses, he's not gonna he's not gonna drop. Mm-hmm. But if he wins, I already got boom. him over Aldo right now, and he's. Well, there, going a there's a lot of people right? that could have him questionable. Me personally, I, I still have Auto just because Auto did it a lot longer. Um, he did it a lot longer, but, but the body of work he yeah. did in that short time, that was pretty damn good, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh, you know, I love Volk. He's my guy, yeah. uh, especially bald Volk. You know, we always rep the ball guys. So I'm, I'm hoping he comes out of the, out, out of the gate swinging. So we're gonna look yeah, at too. we're gonna look at the odds again, and we're gonna have you pick. What do you think the outcome of this fight is going to be? Is it going to be Islam Makachev being a champion again? Or are we going to see another double champ in Alexander Volganovsky? What is PJ, a.k.a. Stoop Kellerman's pick? I'm going to go Islam by decision. Damn. I hate you. I, it's hard for me to go against <laughs> that right now because he already beat him. Yeah, and I mean, I, it's eleven days notice, and I'm sure Islam's like, you know what? I'm not gonna put myself in any danger as well. People, yeah, I think about with how Islam's probably thinking right now. I'm not gonna put myself in any danger. I know I'm stronger. I can get him down. Yeah, I'm gonna make this a very boring fight and get out of this. So, 
I got Islam by decision. I'm in my home country. You're not beating me. You're not beating me in, in <laughs> where we're at right now. We're not, he, you're not beating my decision. I'm going to take that advantage. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, I wanna, I'm cheering for Volk, though. I'm very, I'm cheering for Volk so hard that I, that I probably regret saying this. But I'm, yeah, I, I mean, I gotta like, with in all reality, like, Islam Makatev is unbelievable. I've sat here before and I've said, like, he's better than Khabib. He might be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's, he's pretty damn good. You know, but after all we just discussed, I am going to take and new double champ Alexander motherfucking Volkanovski by knockout. And I'm even going to say he's going to knock him out in round fucking two. This is going to be a round two knockout by Volkanovski. You're going, you're going round two. I'm going round two knockout because I think round, round one, two. he's going to stun I, him. I was going to say knockout in about three or four. But I will say this. I will say this. If it goes past I round like it. two, it's it's Islam's gonna torch him round three and four and five. I think that I do because I, I think matter quick and easy. Yeah, I, think, easy. I, think I, Volk, I think Volk uh he even said in an interview where he was basically like, I'm not going in here for a decision again. I need to pour it out and, and get yeah, this win. Knows, knows so I think we, we, we know Volkanovski doesn't tire it out a lot. But it, it's a little different when you're you're fighting a guy like Islam that's going to keep grabbing you and keep grabbing you and keep grabbing you. And you know you want to knock him out because you don't want to get on the ground with him. So I think Volkanovski is yeah. going to pour everything he has on him, rounds one and two. And he better. I think it's going to be a knockout. If not, I, I see I foresee uh, Islam submission, round four. Uh, I don't think this fight's going to go to the points. I don't. Um, but the crazy thing is, most of most of these fights that are like you know rematch, like a champ versus champ, they usually do go to like either round one knockout or submission mm-hmm. or round five. Um, or round five, yeah. yeah. Like look at the uh, Benavides, uh, uh, Figueredo, Moreno fights. They always went like yeah. pretty far. Max oh. Holloway and Volkanovski, they always went far. So it's like nothing's out of the possibilities for this fight. But I I love this fight. I can sit here and talk to you about it for another hour because I got a lot of, lot more information on here about this fight. I got a whole other piece of paper on here we can talk about. But we're going to move on to the next fight because I am just as hyped about this fight. We got the Nigerian nightmare, Kamaru Usman, moving up the middleweight to take on Borg, a.k.a. Hamzat Shemaev, the boogeyman. Now, this fight, man, Two guys like that are absolutely ferocious. That just they want to kill you. Like Hamzat has one fight in his career where he was testing the waters against Burns, and it was kind of yeah. like, all right, we're gonna pull it back. Kamaru Usman's coming on a two-fight losing streak to Leon Edwards, where in my honest opinion, he won the last fight. He should still be the current welterweight champion, in in my opinion. Um and the first fight he was winning up until the last minute got head kicked. So what are your original thoughts on this fight? When I first heard about it, I said, okay, you know, props to Usman for stepping up. He doesn't have to cut a lot of weight, so he's going to be a little bit more comfortable. Um, I I like it better, actually, than the Volk fight. Because we're about to see, like, Usman actually go in there with something new. We don't know. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure... Uh, Ka- Kazman uh, doesn't under he doesn't know what to expect with Usman too because the whole thing with, with somebody coming in late is they have to cut the weight 
Yep. Usman doesn't. He walks around at 195 pounds, 200 pounds at times. 10 pounds ain't shit for him. So I, I like this fight. This is the fight I like more than um the Volk fight. And I'm going to be excited to see this. I agree with you, man. Uh, one thing I want to point out on here, it's getting covered up by this. Fight IQ. People don't understand oh, how man. great of a fight IQ Kamara yes. Usman has. Yes. So far in Tamayev's short career, we've seen him make a lot of laps and errors. Um, his skill set is makes, unbelievable, though. He like, made up for that, though. <laughs> yeah, because his skill set was so much better than the opponents yeah. that he was fighting at that time. Going yeah. in against Kamara Usman, I can't honestly sit here and tell you, all right, he's a lot overmatched because yeah. he's not. He's not overmatching Usman not, in anything. The only thing he might over overmatch him in is his pace. Like yeah. not the cardio, but the pace. Because yeah. the thing is, people forget this is a three round fight. Kamara yeah. Usman has he not had it. a Kamara Usman. It. He's had eight <laughs> straight five round fights. He hasn't had a three round fight since 2018. Like how is Kamaru Usman going to do? Is he going to if he stays back in the championship rounds like he's waiting for round three, four, and five? Got to get to it. It's be different. But is, if he comes out and he gets to it right away, this might be a fucking like a one minute knockout by either guy. Like I like I don't know. You got to go in there. You got to when as soon as that bell rings and that case is locked up, you just got to get right to it. With that for a three round fight, this is the only thing about MMA I hate because it's like sometimes you got time to work and sometimes you don't got time to work. Yeah. In this case, Usman has no time to work in this one, so he got to get right to it. He got he got to act like he's a bully. Got to go in there. You got to punch the bear in his mouth. Yeah, you got you got to be the beat the bully by being the bully. You know, yeah, the crazy thing is, and, people forget Usman and, was the bully too. Like all the disrespect yeah. people are giving Usman, man, it, it kind of pisses piss me off, crazy. and I'm rude for him because everyone's oh oh. Jamaya's going to take him down in a minute and submit him. I'm like, oh, y'all realize that, like, my man he's has one a, of the greatest. <laughs> he has the best takedown defense ever. Like, y'all forget he's that, right? One of the hardest players to take down. <laughs> like, dude, no one takes him down at all. Like, I have a number right here. Hold on. Wrong one. Uh, we'll show it after this, but we'll talk about that. Let's – let me. I, I forgot to say a stat last, last one. Um, there's been some noticeable uh, previous uh, – Short notice fights that have happened in UFC history. I'm gonna name a couple of them because it, it more correlates to the Volk fight, but it goes for this fight as well. Given the fact that the winner of this fight is gonna get Sean Strickland um, on short notice, John Jones stepped in for uh, Sugar Rashad against Rua, won the title. Yeah, Ortega stepped in for Max when he was supposed to fight Frankie Edgar, and he knocked out Frankie Edgar. On short notice. Uh, Justin Gaethje was supposed to fight Khabib when he fought Tony. He, uh, or sorry, Khabib was supposed to fight Tony. Gaethje stepped in. Gaethje knocked out Tony. First knockout ever by Tony. Tony ever got knocked out. And then Mm. let's not forget when RDA went down and Diaz stepped in and beat the fuck out of Connor. So, like, there's a lot of these fights that, like, you look at them. And you get two like really good fighters, two two real high IQ fighters that are going into a fight, and everyone's leaning towards one side where they're like, yo, Chimaev mm-hmm. is gonna kill this guy. Like he's coming off two losses, this and that. So I just wanna remind you guys, 
Don't sleep on the sleeping giant here because Kamaru Usman yeah. might be on a losing streak. But like we said about Volk, he got he got a lot of you know his his uh, own ego going into this fight because it means a lot for him. So it's not personal. That. We know that. We know one thing: this fight isn't personal. It's not personal to Chimaev, but it is personal in the in the fact that Usman wants to go down as one of the best ever. So in that aspect, it is personal because. If he wins this fight, he's knocking off the lion, and he's getting Sean Strickland, the guy who he already dominated. So That's been the big talk all week. He beats Shamaya, right? He beats Shamaya. He automatically gets title shot. He, and he already beat Sean Strickland. A guy, he beat the shit out of Sean Strickland. Killed. Given it was a different weight class, it was at the welterweight, but still. So it is personal for him in a sense of, this is the guy standing in front of me of my next goal. So... Last time we saw Usman get counted out like this, even though it wasn't 11 days notice, he absolutely dominated Tyron Woodley. Absolutely dominated him. That was like five years ago, six years ago now, but still. Uh, this guy's a freak athlete. He's a uh, uh, expert preparer, so don't have that going out. So I got coming up next, we got, we got to watch this. This was one of the most – this reminded me of Mike Tyson, this, this way in. Watch this way. All business. All fucking business. Just watch him. You can just stare at him, bro. All business. Like, don't sleep on my guy. Staring at each other. Like, who's going to flinch first? They're both like, All nah, business. bro. Nah. Like, look at that. Intense, bro. Why is this not a five round fight? Like, dude, I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. Like, both guys are ready. Both guys are fucking ready, man. Um, and I'm excited. I'm excited for that because I think that weigh-in right there showed – no, sorry, the, the face-off right there showed that both guys aren't necessarily, like, personal towards each other. But like yeah. I just said, they're both like, yo, you're standing in my fucking way. And yeah. – you got a former champion, number two, number at worst, number three welterweight ever against Chimaev, mm -hmm. who no one wants to fight him. So we we got it. We got a, a, a lot there. So we got we got the, the stats here, man. Like Jeez. look at look at the Jeez. fight differences here. This is one thing people ought to understand. When you're a veteran like Usman is, that means something when you're going up against a guy like this. You got Kamar Usman at 17 fights compared to. Uh, Hamzat six. That's a lot. Like that's a lot. Strikes landed per minute. Kamaro Usman's at four point four six. Hamzat is at seven point three. Considering the fact that he probably hasn't fought for over a minute in like three of his fights, that's pretty damn good. But let's look at something here. Strikes absorbed. I think this is very very underlooked stat. Kamaro Usman is only at two point seven five. Where Hamza is at 3.98. That's a lot. So if Kamaru Usman can come out and fight like he did against Jorge, like he did against Burns, like he did against Tyron, there's an opening to hit Hamza. Yeah. And consider the fact that Hamza was basically only hit in one fight. So for that strike absorber to be that high, it's pretty crazy. You know, it's pretty yeah, high. Um, 
The big stat of the day, though. We got takedown defense. Kamaru Usman is 97%, where uh, Hamzat's 100. But Hamzat's only been tried to be taken down once. It was uh, it was uh, Kevin Holland, which was bad. Uh, he got destroyed that fight. Uh, but takedown average, though, Kamaru Usman's at 2.96, and Hamzat's at 3.98. You know, you got a lot of stats there that you can look at. But, again, I think in a fight like this, you throw these stats away because, like I said, like, Hamzat has never fought anybody even relatively close to Usman. And Usman hasn't fought a three-round fight in forever. So you don't know if he's going to come out right away or if he's going to be slow. So what's your what's your first prediction here? What, what, what not prediction, let's say game plan for Kamaru Usman. What is your game plan if you're his coach? All right, um... Again, stay off the cage. Stay off the cage. Do not get any, anywhere close to the cage. Keep everything down the pike. And what I mean by that, keep everything with straight shots. Don't don't go out there and try to throw haymakers. Um, yeah. Keep everything short. Be explosive. Be a, be athletic and be smart. Don't don't go out there and try to rough them up. You're not going to rough them up. He's you know obviously he's not he's not going to get roughed up. You know like this. Keep everything short. Just he comes at you, bang bang, two piece, bang bang, get out the way, bang bang, get out the way. Don't use use all your tools. Don't go out there and think um, I'm 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 gonna treat him like I did like like uh, Tyron Woodley. I'm, don't go out there and think you're gonna knock him the fuck out like you did Jorge Moscow. Keep everything short. He he stays open down the pipe. He yeah. gets hit like this a lot. That's basically what I'm saying. I agree with you. Uh, don't try to wrestle him either. Please do not try to muscle him. Just be smart. And I, I guarantee I, you yeah, he can pull it out. Yeah, I don't know what to really expect there because, like I said, is he going to fight like a five-round fight that he fought or is he going to come out and be, you know, third round right from the beginning? Uh, we'll see. But for those of you, I do want to talk about real quick because I do have a bet going on right now that uh, Usman will not lose by submission because everybody's thinking, oh, tomorrow. Because uh, Hamza Tamayev just takes everybody down and submits them. But th- this is a stat I got for you motherfuckers. One for 37 takedowns against Kamara Usman. Leon Edwards was one in six. And if you remember, that takedown that he had was because he got fucking hit and he got rocked. And Kamara was throwing and he, he jumped on it real quick. That shit wasn't even a takedown. Like, that wasn't even he like that. He was 0 for 6. Fuck that one. That was a bullshit. Tyron Woodley was 0 for 1. And he dominated Tyron Woodley. Colby Covington, a guy that pounds people to the ground, was 0-11. Gilbert Burns, a guy that knows how to take him down because he trains with him, was 0-3. Rafael Dos Anjos, a guy that takes people down, was only 0-1. He didn't even try because he knew it was, like, fucking impossible. And then Damian Maya, who the guy who's known for just living on the ground, was 0-15. And this is Damian Maya, 15 attempts or 15 legit attempts. This guy ain't just grabbing your leg. He's trying to take you down. One for 37. Can I say one thing? Yeah. All this shows that he's just used the pressure. Yeah. He likes the pressure. This is all it's saying is try to take me down. I agree. That's what he's saying. Like, if if y'all see the stats, if you guys see the stats, one man has taken him down. A Brazilian jiu-jitsu round... And it wasn't Fighter. even a legit, like, stand-up takedown. It was, oh, fuck, I yeah. got rocked. 
and I did. Yeah. It was like a clinch, yeah. and Kamaru Usman got right yeah. back up. Like, his ground time in that fight was three seconds. That's it. I don't think people understand 0-15 for Damian Maya. I don't think the significance of that stat that people are, like, seeing. In a three-round fight. Jiu-Jitsu expert. A three-round fight. That is a world-class Brazilian jiu-jitsu expert. And you're 0 for 15 against yeah. Kamaru Usman. I mean, like, I'm just saying, like, would I be shocked? It's a short-notice fight. He might not be in tip-top shape considering the fact that he's fighting at a heavier weight. He's not really cutting. He might not be used to it. But I think Kamaru yeah. Usman's a, a freak athlete. I don't think that's really going to affect him in that way. Um, got to pick his spots, man. Yeah. Uh, Let him pick his spots. Um, yeah, it's a three-round fight. Um, still got to be smarter in this one. This is not – this isn't – I mean, no disrespect to Tyron Willie. He's not fighting Tyron Willie where he, know, he knows he can bully. He's going to have to be smart. He's going to have to earn the respect in there. That first round, go in there and smack him in the mouth. The second round, see, see what you can do after that. Yeah, I, I agree. Just be uh, smart. The whole fight has to be smart. I think it's going to be it's, – it's a tough fight because we, we know – Hamzat is a guy that's a pressure, pressure, pressure in your fucking face type of guy. Um, And that's exactly what Usman's looking for. But he hasn't. He welcomes that. Yeah, but like his last two fights against Leon, he wasn't doing a lot of output when they came in. So it's like, was he doing that because he was waiting for the the championship rounds? He's trying to make it a five-round fight. Um, But if he he fights like a five-round fight, he's going to get his ass whooped. Because you gotta, yeah, you gotta come out for this fight. fight. Like you gotta, you're, you gotta talk. You gotta have J- Justin Gaethje in your fucking corner, yelling at you right from the beginning. Friends, pressure, bro. pressure. Because, like, even though Kamaru Usman got knocked out, he has a great jaw. He got knocked out by a phenomenal oh, yeah, fucking yeah. kick. That was, that a was a, first of all, people that don't know fighting those. That, that was a hell of a shot. He exactly, said. that was a pinpoint shot. Like, that was one pinpoint. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of fighters, they get knocked out, and then yeah. they can't take a shot. Like, that that wasn't one of those kicks, that one of those knockouts. That was one that was like, damn, I fucked up. Yeah, see it coming. It, yeah, that wasn't one where it's going to scar you, where I'm like, all right, I'm not going to get hit. Because we, we saw that in the last fight against Leon. He was not scared of getting hit by him at all. Um, no. So, he, he wasn't back too much. Even though Hamzat's a different type of animal, Kamaru Usman ain't scared of nobody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let, I want to listen to this clip of... Kamara Usman real quick because I think this guy's a fucking savage. I love him. Here we go. Paulo Costa could be a pain in the ass, no doubt about it. But he's seriously injured. Be honest, man. He shit himself. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y- y'all hear what he said. Play it again. So he's asking about uh, Paulo Costa. And Paulo Costa. Is- Paulo Costa could be a pain in the ass, no doubt about it. But. He's seriously injured. Be honest, but he shit himself. That's why. Like, yeah. Oh God, I, I wanted to see him kick his ass so bad. Uh, like, yeah, like this fight is much better than that Costa fight. Yeah, it's much better. But I think a lot of people but are very pissed enjoy. off because I don't think a lot of people actually want to see Kamaru Usman get knocked out or get his ass whooped yeah, like that. Yeah. Where like everybody wanted to see Paulo get his ass beat like that. So it's kind of like it's a it's a win lose. You know, we're getting a better fight, but we're missing, like, this dude to just get flatlined. It's um, unfair. We got cheated. In a way, we got cheated of, of an ass-kicking, but we got something better, though. So I can't yeah, knock it fully. 
Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get mad at it too much, but <laughs> yeah, I would so, love to see Paulo Costa get killed. I agree. So we got we got a hell of a fight here. Let's bring up the odds for this and then let's make our predictions. We got mm-hmm. the favorite is Hamza Chimaev, minus three twenty. Well, Kamaru Usman is the underdog at plus 235, which he's the first underdog in a fight since the Tyron Woodley fight back in 2019 for Kamaru Usman. That was, the, again, that was short notice. It was. He whooped his ass. Um, and <laughs> and, and, and did he? Yeah, whooped his ass. Um, the method of victory, we got Hamza Chimaya by KO plus 230. Hamza by points plus 270. Hamza by submission plus 310. Everything's going to Hamza out of here. And then we got Kamaru Usman by yeah. points, plus 500. Usman by KO, plus 600. And Usman by submission, plus 2,300. Now, what is your prediction for the fight? Can I give two sides of prediction for this one? Because I don't have a clear prediction for got it. got a round? I got the rounds up here. They don't think it's going to... They think it's going to be a round one finish. They got... KO, Hamzat, round one, plus 550. Submission, Hamzat, round one, plus 700. Um, I don't think it's going to be a round one finish. So I'll say no to that. Um, trying to see what else they got up here. I think if Kamara wins, it's going to be a TKO in the second. If Hamzat wins, it's... Mm. Yeah. Can you scroll down a little bit? The last one on there is uh, Kamaru Usman submission round one, 5,000. Submission round two, 5,000. Submission round three, 5,000. You know what? I'm going to go out on limb. I'm going to say Kamaru gets him in a second. By knockout or submission? Knockout. All right, so you got knockout plus 2,000 round two. All right, I'm not. I'm not arguing there. I, I see something. I see something in, in Kamara in that his eyes, bro. He's not. He doesn't look. He's not all him. It's like he's. He knows. <laughs> Wait. So you have Usman yeah. by round two or Chimaev by round two? You there? Damn, my man cut out. So I don't know if he had Kamaru Usman. Paulie, Mr. Stoops gone. So I'm gonna finish the podcast here. So we got we got my guy. The odds are up on the board here. And I got I think this fight is gonna be more along the lines of something like we saw in the Tyron Woodley fight. You know how we saw Tyron Woodley was the, the favorite against Kamaru Usman. And then Kamaru Usman looked at that and was like, yo, fuck that. And just took a game plan that Tyron Woodley used against opponents, used that against him by putting a lot of pressure on him and just simply pushing him against the cage and getting a takedown, led him up, just pounding him. And I think that's going to be what we're going to see this time. So I'm, I'm going to go with, there's my guy back. So as I was just saying while you were gone, I think this fight is going to be a lot like the Kamara Usman versus Tyron Woodley fight. Whereas yeah. I think the game plan to beat both these guys is relatively the same. 
And I think yeah. in the Tyron Woodley fight, Tyron Woodley came into the fight against Kamaru Usman. He was the favorite to win the fight. So what Kamaru yeah. Usman did was he used the Tyron Woodley game plan against him and he pushed him against the cage and he yeah. didn't hold him on the ground, but he kept just pushing him against the ground and beating him and beating him and then taking him back down. I honestly think Hamza Tamayev is going to do that same exact thing. I think he is going to take down Usman maybe once or twice. But I think he's going to knock him out in round two. I think I don't think Usman is ready for this fight at all. I, I love the fact that he's taking it on 11 days notice. But we see a lot of times when guys go from five-round fights to three-round fights. We saw it with Rashad Evans. They don't start off with pressure. And if you start off no. like Kamar Usman has started off in his last couple fights where you're kind of not pressured and you're kind of backing up, kind of letting the fight come to you, you don't do that against Hamzat. So unless he comes out here with a completely different game plan, Hamzat's pressure is going to absolutely crush Kamar Usman. And I'm not even taking nothing away from Kamar Usman because I think if Kamar Usman does come out with a great game plan, this is going to be a decision fight because they're both that skilled. But I think just yeah. the the way this fight came about, the way that Kamar Usman has fought his last couple of fights, it's a very hard to switch your game plan like that. It's very hard um, because he was he was already training for a guy that's a slow paced guy in Bilal Muhammad. So you got eleven days to say, all right, yo, we got to pick it up. You got to pick the pace up right from the beginning because yes, that was a three round fight against Bilal, but the pace of that fight is probably not. You probably weren't going to throw as many punches in that entire fight as that's going to be needed in the first round of this fight, and I think that's a big big problem. Big problem. Uh, but Gilbert Burns, Gilbert Burns showed that you can hit Jamayev and knock him out. And that's that's the thing right there. We'll see. Uh, the, the fight IQ is going to be very huge in this fight. Whereas if Jamayev's come out as like, yo, I'm going to knock this dude the fuck out. Kamaru Usman's a very good counterpuncher, and he can slip he one and hit one. So I mean, ask ask where hey ask how where how it was. I mean. The shot that beat him was down was down the pike. The same thing with uh, he 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 throws wild shots. Um, tennis where he overthrows too with his pressure. I'm talking about to my like he yeah. a lot of times he throws he overthrows just to get you against the cage. When when he's pressuring you, you keep everything short. Bang 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 right down the middle. Not saying it's easy. It's not. Absolutely not easy. That's a big man he's in there with. Um, but Kamara gotta be smart. He gotta he he gotta know. He gotta know when he can be explosive and when not to be. So yeah, I think this could be I a great fight. Yeah, I got I got this being a great fight. I think like both guys are, are fight, legends. We'll see what happens. I think it's gonna be a knockout yeah. by one of them. Uh, yeah, one. I, honestly, I don't really care who it is because I I think either guy wins the title. Um, like I said, I'm more rooting for Kamaru Usman just simply because of the hate that he's getting. But I, yeah. you already know I'd love to see uh, somebody try and beat Chimaev, especially if he had the belt. You know, I'd love to see that, but and we'll see. Don't this kind of sound like don't this kind of sound like Bud Crawford versus Spence? Spence was the bigger, bigger, stronger, you know, yeah. more dangerous fighter. But the more technically sound fighter it was Bud. Skills pay the bills. They both they both have they both have skills though, so it's kinda not the greatest comparison. 
But um, skills pay the bills, and I think Kamara is a little bit more patient with his stuff. I think I think Kamara is actually a better counterpuncher if we're talking about strictly striking, smarter. The fight IQ is definitely like you said. To my he has a he does dumb shit in octagon and can't do that against a guy like Usman. Can't is especially a guy who's who's com- he's probably gonna be a little bit more comfortable at eighty five. Yeah, I agree with you. We'll see his first fight. We'll yeah, we don't see. know. We're gonna see, man, because it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. What the hell is this? Happening? It's definitely gonna be tough. This is not either fighter. This is a tough fight because you don't you don't want to be that guy and sleep on a guy who's picking up a fight on, on eleven days. But you also don't want to be that guy that's coming in on eleven days and notice think I'm just gonna go in there and give everything I got and get fuck around and get knocked out. So yeah, like you said, he was training for Bilal. Bilal's a slower paced fighter. He kind of wants to make it a boring fight, wrestle you to death, throw that jab, and that's not. That's not Kazma. That's that's not Kamzi at all. Like, yeah, but like you never know. Uh, sometimes when you're coming into a fight like this, and you're like, all right, like I'm used to fighting one pace, and then this guy comes yeah. out like Hamzat, and they start pressuring you. Might be a good thing for him, because honestly, like, yeah, like I hate, I like this is the type of fight that Kamaru Usman actually needed, because he lost that. I edge. think so too. And, and if he walks out Saturday night, Sunday morning, with his hand raised. Big one. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna see something different out of him from here on out. Yeah. So we'll, we'll. I mean, I'm not gonna count Sean out at all, but like middleweight champ Kamaru Usman, I like it. We'll see. I, I ain't gonna count Sean out. I ain't gonna count Sean out either because being a being the boxing freak that I am, I absolutely love the way he fought Izzy. He always fights like that anyway, but that was a beautiful piece of work I seen from Izzy. I still think Usman gets him now. That's why I'm like, it's an interesting fight. Kamaru Usman, Izzy, you know, friends, brothers, basically. We'll see. It can set up a lot, yo. Usman can shake up the middleweight division, man. Yeah. He can shake it up a little bit. Yeah. You got Alex standing out too, so when, I, when Alex bounces back and forth between 85 and He's about 205, to get the like, 205 title. He's on the next main event. He's the next the co-main. Yeah. Next co-main. Yeah. Like, yo, he's, he's the next co-main, man. These last couple fights we got at the end of the year, phenomenal. Starting by these two. But let's get a little bit into the, the prelims here real quick. We're just going to do a couple predictions here. We're going to start about your first fight here. You like Ankalev versus Walker. You like Johnny Walker. I like him too. But I think Ankalev, he's 9-1 and in the UFC. Well, 9-1-1. Uh, fuck him up, though. <laughs> he's going to fuck him up. I mean, he's gonna, he's gonna fuck Johnny Walker up. Like, minus three fifty. I think it might go. Johnny Walker is a blood warrior though. Like, he's gonna go in there and try to he'll brawl with you if he has to. I think Akalab is just gonna pick him apart. Yeah, I do. Try first hand knockout. The crazy thing is, like, the fight average for Johnny Walker is six minutes and thirty five seconds, which is fifth in the UFC. And Ankalev has went to decision like every fight in the UFC. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has. He has five knockouts and one submission, but like all the other ones were like dragged out fights. We saw that against Johnny. So it's like another one. Like if Johnny Walker comes into this fight and pushes that Johnny Walker pace, he could get a knockout here against Ankala. He could, he could, yeah. He's a he man, he he's a blood and guts warrior, man. I, at first I didn't I didn't really appreciate Johnny Walker, I guess. But like I drones really like this guy. I mean, look. Like, number, you, I appreciate I appreciate his game. 
So you see this number on the bottom here, takedown accuracy 100%. So, like, the only loss that Ankalev has was a submission by Paul Craig. He submitted Ankalev. Yeah. So if I'm Donnie Walker on the game plan, pressure, I'm trying to take this motherfucker down right from the beginning. And if he can, Absolutely. he can win by submission. But I think he's going to get knocked the fuck out. Like, uh, you know, typical Johnny Walker roller coaster. He's all the way, climbs all the way up. He's looking great. And then he fucking crashes and burns real quick. <laughs> I, I'm rooting for Johnny Walker, though. Because I think this kid's electrifying. I think he's he's only 31 years old still, so is Ankalev. But, I mean, like, he got a lot of talent. He's very athletic. Where he He's definitely, lot. he's a contender, bro. He's definitely a contender. So, we'll see, yeah. though. We'll see. So who you got in this fight? Akalev. Right. Let's run through the rest of the, the main card here. We got Iskaram Alaskarov versus Warley Alvarez. Alves. We got minus 670 for Iskarov and plus 430 for Alves. Who you got in that fight? Iskarov. I like, I like, it's another guy I do like. I like Al- Alvarez too, but Alvarez, I was just- yeah, but Iskolov, he's uh, a strong guy, bro. <laughs> yeah, so I think uh, Alskarov is going to – he's minus 670, 670 for a reason. He's, he's 14-1 and one in the UFC. His only loss was to uh, yeah. Sean Strickland when Sean Strickland took that short-notice fight and whooped his ass. Uh, but yeah. I think that was a humbling fight for him. You got uh, what's called Alves was on tough season three all the way back in 2014. He's making a comeback here at middleweight. It's his first middleweight fight since then. And uh, I think he's going to get his ass knocked out. <laughs> 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 then our, uh, our first fight of the night on here, we got Saeed Nurmagomedov at minus 235 versus Muin Gafarov at plus 180. Who you got in that fight? I got Khabib's little cousin. Yeah, I got him winning by submission here as well. I like that fight. I honestly think that's probably a lock. Because uh, he's got a lot to prove, especially on this card. Hey, he, he's got started off hey, good just, for his country. We got to see which round that's going to be. Uh, at, after that fight, we got Mike Breeden versus Ansel Jubilee. Minus 340 for Jubilee, plus 250 for Breeden. Don't really know much about them fighters, so I'm going to go with the favorite, who I believe is undefeated. We'll go with Jubilee. Yeah, 7 and okay. Uh Then we got... Uh, Cedrique Dumas, minus 230 versus Abu Azatar at plus 176. I actually seen a couple of the Dumas fights. That dude is, I like him a lot. I, I actually think he should probably be a little bit more favored in this fight, so I think he's going to win. Then we can got we, we? Uh, Dumas. Dumas. Yeah, I got Dumas. And then we got uh, undefeated Javid Basrat at minus 590. Versus Tarzan, a.k.a. Victor Henry, at plus 390. I get why Bastrod is minus 590, but Henry's a sneaky fighter, dude. Like, this guy is, like, one of them fighters. He's 23-6. and six. He's a veteran. He, like, has a lot of... Kind of reminds me of Johnny Walker, to be honest with you. Like, he can do a lot of stuff. It's just, like, how reckless are you going to be? You know, like, yeah, when, he's not, when he's not, he's tough. But unfortunately for him, I think he's uh he's gonna get just picked apart in this fight by Bashrat. I got Bashrat by decision. So fuck that five ninety. We're gonna go by decision <laughs> in that fight. 
And then we got we got this fight I like. We got Trevor Peak at minus 166 versus Mohamed Yaha. Uh, Trevor Peak came off the Dana White Contender Series. He fought a couple months back, and he had a first-round knockout. Coming There's into this fight, he was actually the underdog in this fight when the fight card was announced. Now he's the favorite. What yeah. do you think about this? Got him winning? I got him winning by knockout. Yeah, I got, I got, I got him winning, too. I, a lot of these guys that come off the contender, they, they actually they actually been some decent fighters lately. So I, I like him, too, man. He's yeah. I'm taking the same one. By decision, though. And then we got the prelim finale. We got veteran Tim Elliott. Coming Crafty off veteran. Crafty veteran yeah. Tim Elliott. He's coming off two straight wins. He won four out of the last yeah, five. He's plus 350 against a young buck, 23-year-old Muhammad Mokayev, who's minus 520, who's 10-0 in the UFC right now. And if you guys remember, his last fight, he got in a leg lock where they popped his knee. He did not tap yeah. out, and he came back and submitted and won the fight. This dude's unbelievable. He stated that he yeah. wants to be UFC by champion like by next year. So he's unbelievable. And he's in the flyweight division, so I mean... They just tossed around that belt at this time. Um, yeah, he's scary. I'm gonna go with the young boy. I'm gonna go with the 11. No, I like the craft. I like the crafty uh, veteran and Tim Elliott, but I'm gonna go with the young boy on this one. Yeah, I agree with you. I got Muhammad as well. I think it's gonna be easy win for him. Uh, but that's the whole fight card, guys. If you guys want to get all of our actual picks, be sure to hop on our Instagram at Stoop Life Sports. You see it right here behind me. On the, on the Instagram. Follow that. I post all the picks on there. We're shooting at about every single fight card this year. I'm shooting at about 75%, which is phenomenal, considering the fact that two fight cards ago was really bad. But other than that, like Rolling. the last two, three months, we've been like 90%. We've been on fire. Rolling. This fight card right here, like you can't go wrong. Just parlay all the Russians, like for real. Uh, Basically, just parlay all the Russians, yeah. Probably. Basically. Probably. I mean, you're going to lose because Volkanovski is going to win, but you can cash it out at the end at least. But <laughs> Hey, I got, I got this win winning, so one of us is going to take it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But for real, check it out. I got all the picks on there. And I don't got nothing else to talk about. I love – we gave a good breakdown there. Hope you guys liked it. Hope you guys get, got some insight on what you think is going to happen for the fight. And uh, obviously, like, for a fight like this, I will be back – We'll be back to give like our thoughts of it, of yeah. fights to make after. So thanks for listening. Paulie, if you got anything to say, go ahead and then we out. Watch out for the for uh the couple of boxing breakdowns we got coming. We got uh <laughs> we got Big Tyson Fury versus uh MMA's finest Engano. Then we have a Tyson Fury versus Usyk finally. So we're probably we're gonna get it. Watch out for that breakdown right there, brother. Um, and we also have a, a banger in boxing. We have David Benavidez versus Demetrius Andrade. Hell of a fight coming up. So not the same as, as big as the UFC, but those are some good fights right there. Don't forget, so watch out for those. Man. Huh? Bare knuckle fighting. Mike Perry versus Eddie Alvarez. Ooh, versus my man. Versus my man. That's gonna be a good fight. It's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a hell. Of a- Someone's Those two die. are meant to fight each other. Someone might die. Those two are meant to fight. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's gonna die. Yeah. A lot of blood. A lot of blood. It's gonna be a lot of blood. I'll be tuning in for that. Kenton, Kenton, let's be real. Kensington is gonna be cheering like a motherfucker. Yeah, and, so. and and don't forget on top of that, we got uh December 15th, we got Logan uh, Jake Paul 
versus Diaz again. Yay! Yeah, what the fuck? Damn. That pissed me off. Yeah, it pissed me off, but you got that to look forward to as well. We're not going <laughs> to... We won't be doing hey, a breakdown on that. Yeah, uh, whatever, though. But y'all, thanks for tuning in. Good luck on your parlays. If you want to win more, check us out on Instagram, at Stoop Life Sports. We got the wins on there. So, y'all, thanks for listening. We appreciate y'all. Go Phillies. Go Phillies.